You are now listening to Wave a Sound. Welcome to Versus Mike History. I am your host, Michael History. In episode 104, Jay Wonder and Abby join the podcast to promote Star Time and promote entertainment. We get into Jay's origins as an artist and Abby's journey into artist development, how many working parts come together for the success of an artist, and more. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. Subscribe to our newsletter for brand updates and podcast recommendations. And join our members-only community on Patreon for access to exclusive content. For everything else, go to VersusMikeHistory.com. Peace, family. Welcome back to another episode of Versus Mike History. I am your host, Mike History. And today we got Abby and Jay Wonder in the building. What's going on, brothers? How you doing? Yo, what's up, man? Yo, yo. All right, so we got these two brothers in from Promoter Entertainment, and we're going to go ahead and get into it for a bit. But I want you two to uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves and, you know, do a little introduction. Um, My name is Jay Wonder. I'm from Montclair, New Jersey. I'm an artist. I mean, I'm here to, uh, you know, chop it up with y'all. Abby. What's up, man? Abby, founder and CEO of Promoted Entertainment. You know, breaking the world's best independent musicians one city at a time. You know what I'm saying? Also developing musicians. So we're here. Thank you for having us. Welcome, 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 my brothers. So something that I always ask everybody who comes onto the show is, what are y'all listening to right now? But right now, um, I'm listening to to my my project, my uh, my newest project that I'm about to drop. I do listen to you know some of my brothers from from well, a lot. Uh, you know, Samaj Savage, Solus, Blaze. Um, I got a list of a list of names, but I definitely listen to the people that I, I work with a lot. Definitely, I've been tapped into Drake, obviously. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, the new Drake album. Uh, G Herbo, you know what I'm saying he just dropped a new project. Shout out to them. Um, I've been tapping in with the local artists too. We got Flea, we got Lady J, we got Pearl. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying they've been dropping crazy. Um, yeah, this goes on. A little bit of Kendrick and Cole. I ain't gonna cap. Facts, facts. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Shout out to all the homies. Shout out to the bigger artists. And um, let's go ahead and get into the shits. So Jay Wonder, um, you are an up and coming artist from Montclair, New Jersey. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the beginning of your journey. What got you into music? And um, when did you know that you had the gift of gab? Um, I started I started music and uh, what was this? When I was like 14, like 13, 14 years old. I'm trying to remember the year. But uh, me and my team, um, True Music Entertainment, we had, they had, we were all like, you know, throwing parties and everything like that. And I was rapping at the parties, like on some, you know, on some Diddy shit, like back when Diddy was working uh, and, and, and throwing those parties and stuff and having people come through and do parties at the, I mean, do, you know, performances at, at his parties and stuff. And then um, my mom was managing me at the time. And then uh, we ended up getting a deal with Sony for a little bit and that didn't really work out. So, you know, I just went indie. I stopped for like a couple months because I got discouraged from, you know, the music industry and just hopped back into it because, you know, I knew that, that music was, you know, my calling. 
also growing up around a, a lot of different artists and uh, people in my family were making music as well. So I was just young, just watching everybody else. And I just ended up developing into an artist. I had, I had different things that I wanted to do. Like I wanted to do sports. I wanted to draw a lot of the things that I, you know, I, I just didn't find a passion in it, you know, as much as I did music. So, you know, now I'm here. That's dope. Um, you said that you have family that also made music that you um, were inspired by. What kind of music did they make? Um, my cousin Taji Ali, he's he's a he was a rapper, a black battle rapper. Um, he was on like the earlier Smack DVDs and things like that. And then he shot his own videos and he had his own movement and things like that. And I was just like mad young, you know, coming up around them. Word. That's dope. And Abby, my brother, you are running a artist development business over here with Promoter Entertainment. And I want to know, um, at what point did you come to the realization that this is something that you had to get for and something that, you know, you could add your talents to? Yo, it's good, bro. Um, So Promoter Entertainment really started as another company I, I founded back in 2019 called New World Audience. It was really just a platform for artists to, um, you know, create content that they could use to promote themselves. I was living in Austin, Texas, and I realized, you know, very quickly that I was in a hotbed for music, but it wasn't as representative of, you know, all genres and all cultures like people like, like you know, like people think. So I decided to target underrepresented communities and create stages and platforms for artists, you know, naturally artist was the lane that I chose, you know, music because I, you know, I have a, a you know, background in, you know, artistry and things like that. And so for me, it was a natural, um, natural lane and I was passionate about it. And I decided that, you know, from there, when the, when the pandemic hit, I was going to expand into helping artists develop, you know, with marketing strategy and things like that, music business. Um, and then, you know, fast forward to 2022, here we are, um, you know, I'm expanding my, my talent pipeline. Um, I'm managing artists now. I got Jay Wonder, you know, with Demond, um, and then also, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm building more platforms, building more stages. On my 14th concert right now, I've sold over 1,200 tickets. I work with over 120 musicians. Um, so, you know, we working. Um, I got a few more uh, things in the pipeline for 2022, but focus on 2023 right now in the promoted tour. Yes, sir. Talk that talk. All right. So, Jay Wonder, back to you. Um, I was reading over your bio. And it it spoke about how you collaborated with uh, some Grammy level producers, and it had me wondering uh, the difference between working with a high level producer versus uh, working with somebody who may be up and coming with you, and um, what can you what you can learn from each experience. Um, I feel like like working with the the high level producers and working with the people that are coming up with me is kind of somewhat somewhat the same i guess because like i was always just like i was watching the people that were already in the industry i was watching the guys that was you know coming up with me so they all inspired me on a level where it's like you know i look at them like they the same like on the same same level like they're all trying to create something great um, I definitely like from working with Jerry Wonder and being in a studio with uh, Young Guru and everything. That was 
that was a surreal moment knowing that they, you know, they created some of the best records of all time that I listen to, you know, still to this day. But I don't, I don't, it's, it's all, it's all the same for me. Like, I feel like they all inspired me in the same way and helped me become a better artist. Mm. Is there, are there things that you, you get from the, uh, from the larger artists that you bring to your, uh, uh, your up and coming producers, like to help them improve? Anyway, or um, has that not really happened? No, it has happened. Uh, patience, you know, uh, just listening and just being open to different ideas because, you know, a lot of artists, they have this like one, sometimes they have like this one track, you know, mind with their creativity. Like they, whatever it is that they want to do, that it just has to be how they want it. And you just have to be open to, other people's opinions, especially if they're they're artists, producers, engineers, what have you. All right, cool. So I wanted to ask a question to the both of you, but I want um, Jay Wonder to answer first. And um, it's pertaining to conscious rap, you know. Uh, Jay Wonder, first and foremost, I want to ask you why you um, choose to get into the land of conscious rap or if it was even a, a choice of yours at all. And um, Abby, I wanted to ask you if you feel like, if you feel more inclined to represent and develop conscious rappers versus different types of artists. Um, I didn't choose conscious rap. I didn't choose any kind of rap. I think it just, uh, it just happened. Like, I think it had a lot to do with my, my upbringing and my environment, you know, like how I was raised and, you know, the type of, you know, information that I was exposed to, type of things I was exposed to. Um, that's pretty much it. Like, I, I don't I don't think I picked anything. I think it chose me, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I, I want to agree and, and piggyback off that because that's real. Like, anything that I listen to right now, anything that I gravitate towards, it picks me because of what I'm going through. At that time, you know what I'm saying, my experiences, I don't care if it's, you know, conscious rap or drill rap or, you know what I'm saying, Jersey Club rap, like, you know what I'm saying, like, it's all relative to the person and, you know what I'm saying, what they're going through, so. Word. Very, inter very interesting perspective. Um. Okay. So, I want to follow up with, you know, the amounts of stages across the country that you've uh been able to perform on and the experience that takes on you as a developing artist jay wonder um in terms of visiting different cities and gaining the experience of actually just traveling and performing how does that add to you know the uh development of you as an artist early on versus like um you know, writing for a long time and uh, developing your artistry and then going on tour once you have, I guess, more of a solid catalog? Um, well, the, the traveling and, and performing thing has uh, had a big effect on my career a lot. Um, I've, I've been like, I've been to Atlanta and performed like, well, I've been to the South and performed a lot, you know, and I learned how the music is out there, how they move it and how supportive they are and like just how it is like we're like like I'm from I'm from Jersey so if I come out there they're like it's it's kind of like fresh to them like damn like this is 
I feel like I'm just like some like a newborn coming to a, a different city and they just they just they go crazy over it. Like it's definitely a humbling experience because I run into like a group of people that are like either on the same level as me or even better when it comes to lyrics, putting the songs together or even marketing. Like the way they market out of out of state is ridiculous. The way they support is ridiculous. Like I I learned so, so much when I travel more. So I'm saying, opposed to just staying in just one spot. Cause I feel like if I didn't travel, I would be talking about the same thing over and over again. Cause I don't, I didn't really have that, that many experiences. I feel like that a, a lot of rappers experience that too. Like if they, they stay in one spot, they end up talking about the same shit just in a different way. That's because they didn't, they, they not moving around, you know? They're not experiencing mm-hmm. life or and everything, you know, like, 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 for instance, we just was talking about it, like Drake and, and Cole and them like there's sometimes like when when Drake be talking flashy, he be saying, like, I'm at the top of the, this, this of the so and so. And it's and then when I look up what he's talking about, it's like a French word for a hotel that he was at in another country. And it's like I can't I can't understand it because he's talking some bullshit like he's talking like some money shit like I haven't got I haven't gotten to that level I haven't gotten to that level yet where I'm able to move around like that but it's like he had different experiences with just moving around like he he he's able to talk about more because he's experiencing more in his career the, the, the further he goes like you know what I'm saying like he's able to talk about fatherhood because he has a kid I can't talk about having a kid if I you know I don't have no no kid but I just put out an album about my nephew and how I want to be an example for him and everything. So I I just feel like a lot of that, like that moving around and, and things like that, it has a lot to do with just experience and being and being able to take things in, letting it process and then putting it into the music. I hope that made sense. I just I just did a lot of rambling. Oh, it definitely made sense. <clears throat> and the point is to ramble. So um you did exactly what you were supposed to do. Now, Abby, I want to get back to you, my brother. Um I want to know, in terms of artist development, what are some of the hurdles that you that that go into helping an artist develop their to their full potential? Um, and I know you got Jay Wonder right next to you, but we we're gonna try to be as open as possible on this platform. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm all I'm all, I'm all about transparency. So for me, I think the biggest thing that I find is you know artist resources and the budget and the time to invest, you know what I'm saying? You could say, oh, if you're serious about your career and you're going to make time, you're going to make, you're going to find the money. But it's not as easy as it may seem, you know, especially in certain genres for hip hop and R&B where a lot of these artists are coming out of impoverished neighborhoods, even for like rock and roll, right? Like a lot of those artists come from trailer park communities, you know, and, and it's tough out here, you know? So for me, it's not about getting them to understand the importance of, you know, the back end and, you know, having money to invest in marketing and ads and things like that. Um, but it's, it's, it's more about helping them get the resources that they need to invest. You know what I'm saying? To be able to make that transition and um, take their careers to the next level. And so that's what Promoted is here to do, right? Um, one of the, uh, the only service that we offer is uh, music business coaching, where artists have the opportunity to uh, hire, a, you know, a music business coach you know, and, and talk to them and work with them for anything that they need, whether that's brand strategy, content marketing, social media management, career development, website development, like anything that they need, that business coach is equipped to help them. So it's the next, it's really the closest thing that an artist can get to management. 
right? It's, it's an advisory role where that person can also execute for you if you need them to, right? Um, so that's what I'm really focused on right now is giving artists a resource and a music business coach is a resource. The next level is gonna be funding, right? Working with nonprofits and cities to offer grants to artists, you know, and I wanna be rolling them things out like every month, mm-hmm. right? Like have artist scholarships, artists need to be applying for these grants for this money every yep. single month, you know what I mean? So that's the next level stuff, but we working, we working. <laughs> Can I, can, I, can, I, can I jump in off of something that he said? Absolutely. I feel like a lot of artists have to be ready to, to accept that, to, to be able to adjust to being organized like that, like how he just broke all of those things down. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for as long as I've been doing it, I've worked with so many different people, but everybody that I've worked with, they had different strategies and some of them were all over the place and, Sometimes I think that I could do everything on my own and I really can't. So when, you know, when I run into somebody like him, not saying that there's there's not other people just just like him, I'm like, damn, like, all right, well, I need to adjust to this. I need to be comfortable with bending a little bit so I can learn, learn more to bring my shit to the next level because I don't want to just stay a local artist. Like, yeah, I put out albums. I have a lot of content, but... Sometimes it it won't mean nothing if I don't have these things that he just broke down behind me. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I just wanted to jump in and say that because I thought that was a good, you know, uh, take that he just made. Word. Um, I actually want to follow up with a question because you made you brought up you brought up an interesting point, which is um, like we we we're living in an era where um artists have the opportunity to receive more ownership for their for their content more than ever. And um, I'm curious to know, as an artist, from your perspective, do you think that this has given artists more, um, has this empowered artists more? Or are they still looking, are, they, or are artists still taking, you know, the short the shortcuts to success? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we should be living in a time where artists are more business minded, but um, somehow artists are still falling for traps and bad deals and things of that nature so it's just really conflicting when you know we're living in a time where realistically people should be retaining the rights to their music more than ever before i definitely feel like everything is is right now is is at our disposal like we can literally do you can you can become the biggest artist in the world from your house like you can literally from a computer from this from this tablet right now like i could literally create a whole thing and then you have the you have that person who does that and that's willing to go out and be outside and really build their fan base and then you have the people that want the 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 microwave shit they want to get it in a way where they you know they go to a label and the the label builds them up and puts them out and everything like that but they don't they don't know what's in a contract they don't know what what who they lawyers are. What what they they don't even know about first name basis. They don't even know they what their accountant is doing and and none of that. Like, I, I just feel like it's kind of like half and half. I don't know if I went off from what you said because my brain just went somewhere else. No, 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 you are good. As the industry shifts, there need to be people in place to help people adjust to that industry. And when the music industry shifted, right. based on you know, how the economy shifted, there wasn't anybody to help the, the people who are going to be left behind naturally. Right, right, right. Like, right. that's the same thing that happens, you know, when you think about just, like, you know, social economics in general with the 1% and the middle class, things like that. Like, you know, somebody's going to be left behind. And if there aren't programs in place to help those people, then 
right? Like, then it mm-hmm. all goes to shits. So right now, for independent artists, it needs to be more infrastructures like promoting entertainment who are here to, you know, invest in the artists and give them the resources, help them find those resources, connect with them um, that they need to get to that next level. So, you know, the coaching and the knowledge that they need is, is one aspect. It's available, but you can lead a horse to water, to water, but you can't make them drink it, mm-hmm. right? And they don't, sometimes they might not even know how to digest it because they mm-hmm. might be drinking from a water, from a fire hose versus yeah. a water spout. Contaminate, contaminated water and everything. That's, that's, that's just like, you feel what I'm saying? Everything like, coming at you. <laughs> but that's, that's just like society, period. Like, if it's people out here that don't know how to find homes or like good education, but if they don't have yeah. the proper uh, knowledge or people that, you know, help direct them, then they just a lost cause. Exactly. And everything could be coming at you, but you need somebody to help you filter through all that noise. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of information out here. Even though it's accessible, don't mean that people know what's, you know, right for them, right? Um, and a coach and somebody to help you kind of sift through that is, is needed right now, especially for independent artists. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Um, there just needs to be more programs for I mean, even in our communities outside of music, there just needs to be more programs to keep people educated with how quickly the world is shifting. Right. Um, but Jay Wonder, I wanted to pivot and ask you a question about your supporting sets. Um, because you have a quite a lengthy list of people you've supported. And I'm curious to know what sort of game have you soaked up from those artists if you if you've got an opportunity to speak with um any of them. And um, how's the experience in general? I've received a lot of game from a lot of the guys that I have supported and worked with. I just, I just, just, just go for, go for what you want, no matter what nobody say. You know, I know it sounds cliche and all of that, that rhyme. Yeah, go for what you want, no matter what nobody says. And just be open to a lot of different things. And just, you, you can't be lazy with this shit. You just can't be, you can't be lazy. I wake up every day and, and, and try to figure out how I could be a better human being and how I can be a better artist, you know? And then I try to think like, well, how, how are you going to be a better artist? So I go and learn from my friends. I watch my friends like Samad and, uh, you know, I watch Abi with the things that he do. And things like that. Like I thought that I knew everything that there was to know about the business until, you know, my mother started managing me, and then Abby was managing me, and my old manager Driller was managing me, and things like that. And uh, my other manager Edo, I had a couple uh, managers, and then like I finally found something that was like really fit for me. And it was really about like patience, knowing how to hustle, being on point, no matter what what the fuck is going on. Like it was something that um, it was something that Abby had said to me earlier when I was at work, and he was like, "Yo, people got families and a whole bunch of stuff going on in their personal life, but they get up and and make sure they get to work on time and make sure they have all the documents and everything that they need ready to to get the task done." You know, like not making excuses, like just just make sure I know life is life is going to hit you regardless. Life going to hit us from all different types of directions, but it's just kind of like how you handle it, you know, like even that's why I like, yo, even if you got to go to therapy, whatever you got to do to get yourself right to make sure you get your shit done, you got to do that. 
Like you gotta you gotta put in. You gotta make that deposit. You know. So, you know, that's my answer to that. I made it a little personal, but I felt like I needed to. Absolutely. And there's no problem with that. All right, my brothers. So, you know, you got the seventh studio album coming up soon. And um, I know that, that crazy. Of- <laughs> that sounded crazy. You had to see Abby face just now. Like he was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a grand feat, you know, something to definitely take pride in. Um, but I know you brothers have been working hard on this project. So I do I am curious to to get both of your perspectives on um the processes taken to create this latest body of work. I'm gonna give Avi the floor. <laughs> I'm gonna give Avi the floor before Man, I start talking. This this project was created in the midst of so much that he had going on outside of the studio. Um he was recording with Jerry Wonder and the city of Newark in New York literally every week back and forth while also going to the studio to record tracks for this album for Star Time. You know, he was going to the VMAs. He was also performing on stage, doing his own shows. Then he ended up performing at 24 Hours of Peace, one of the biggest music festivals in the city. So all of that happened, and he finished Star Time literally right when that finished, when all of that finished. So he was working concurrently. Like, they were both happening at the same time, which is insane. So just imagine the energy that had to go into that, the time that had to go into that, you know what I'm saying, and, and the focus, because, you know, it's a lot of distractions going on, like, you know, <laughs> from from the shows, the appearances, the parties, everything. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay focused and hit the studio and meet a deadline. And he met all of them. You know what I'm saying? And here we are, ready to release it. So and and you know what, yo, there was there was a point in time where Jerry Wonder was hitting me. He would hit us up and be like, "Yo, we gotta go to uh, what's the underground spot in New York? The Soho, the Soho House, Soho House in New York City." to do a performance and I was kind of at random. It was probably like, what, like a day, a day before, two days before. And mind you, you need more time to prepare for a show. Mind you, we didn't even know that we was gonna perform or get on stage. Jerry got on stage and started playing music and then he wanted to bring up, you know, all of us and, and, and perform songs from the album that we working on with Jerry Wonder called The Other Side of the no- Other Side of North with, uh, you know, do it all and um, Mayor Raz Baraka. It was just a lot of things were like spontaneous. So I just had to adjust to that. You know what I'm saying? With trying to find a job and, you know, and, and, and getting myself ready. And, you know, you got to get your hair done. Your haircut appointment is at this time and then figure out how, how the fuck I'm going to travel to get that done and get to the show on time and get there before it. Cause you know, when you do shows, you gotta arrive at least like an hour, an hour or 30 minutes before for check-in, not before your your actual performance. Cause if you don't check in, then they just gonna assume that you're not performing. Am I right? Am I right? You, they, you're not performing. You understand what I'm saying? So, cause you gotta get your credentials and all of that. Like even for, for the VMAs, let me put you on for the VMAs, I think we had to, what was that, like a day or two or three days before we had to, we had to go get tested for COVID. We had to go get tested for COVID in order to walk the red carpet. So if your shit came up negative, I mean, if your shit came up positive, you're not walking. 
mind you, we got our, we had like famous designers making our fits and everything way before. So a lot of money went into that. And then if your shit come up positive, then we don't give a fuck about whether you did all of that. So a lot of shit was just, just on God's timing. Like, I guess, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to just chalk it up to, to G.O.D., you know? A lot of that was just, I was just working in between all of that stuff. Like, you know, like I, I, I wasn't going to mention this again in an interview, but we ran into Jack Harlow in, in a fucking hotel, you know, like he just, he just popped out. Like he was literally across from the hotel that we were staying in and getting ready. And he looked out and, and gave us a head nod type shit. And I'm just like, damn, like we stand in, in a hotel full of celebrities. And then we got, a SWAT, the SWAT team blocking off both, both ends of the street, making sure we get there safely. You know what I'm saying? That was just like a crazy experience. Like a lot of this, a lot of this stuff was going on while I was dealing with my personal stuff with like mental health and my, my family stuff and all of that. And just trying to get myself right as a person, like, you know, like it was just a lot. I had a lot on my plate creating star time you know and then when i read success stories like i heard that dmx it took him like what like eight eight ten years to be to to get his first like you know number one and then what, what if, if correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if you know about dmx's uh career he he put out what like two platinum double platinum albums in one year yes he did that was that was with his first album and uh uh, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Like that was, that, like, how the fuck do you do that? But then I'm thinking about what I'm going through. I'm like, oh, he probably that's was moving like how else. I was moving. You feel what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's that's baby steps compared to you know on an industry level how he was moving because he was fucking with Swiss and and all of them. Like, come on, man. Like that that was like a, it was exhausting, it was humbling, and it, it was definitely a learning experience. But I definitely had fun. And and when it come to my ego, I I definitely wanted to flex a little bit. Like, damn, I did that. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. All right, fellas, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you coming on the podcast and talking about um Jay, your musical journey, and Abby, your journey with developing promoted entertainment. And I just want you guys to both let the people know where they can find you online so that they can look you up and we can you know, build each other up, get some more fans, man. More supporters. No more, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having us on. More uh, blessed to see your podcast too, King. I see you working out here. Thank you, thank you. Ah, uh, yeah. So you can find me on Instagram, uh, underscore Jada Number One Da. On Twitter, it's Destined to Achieve. You could just type in J Wonder in the search bar, and it's gonna come up. I'm on Tumblr, but I don't be on it. I don't even know if anybody else is on Tumblr, but you know, it's just Jay Wonder. Um YouTube, Jay Wonder. YouTube, I said YouTube, YouTube, Jay Wonder. On all the DSPs is just J dot the number one dot D A. Um what else? What up? Facebook, Jay Wonder. Um <laughs> if you be on Facebook. If you be on Facebook, but Facebook going up though. Um, what else is there? I I have a Snapchat, TikTok. but you know TikTok, Jay Wonder, because TikTok is in. Uh, 
And then there's Snapchat, which is J Wonder, that's spelled the same way on um on the DSPs, which is J dot the number one dot DA. Um, right. I want to I want to say that I am dropping a film with my album Star Time. It's going to be premiered at the Clare Ridge Theater in Montclair on November seventeenth, and then the next day I have my release party which is November 18th. And that's the day that the album is actually dropped on all DSPs and, you know, everybody can get it and, you know, listen to it. Um, also, if you want to purchase tickets to my event, we have a link called Mike check. It's on the promoted entertainment page. You can click the link and it's on my page as well. And you have the option to pick the bundle, which is $30 for the bundle. And you can get, you know, the ticket to the premiere and the listening party, or you can, you know, buy the tickets online for the movie premiere or the listening party, which are $20. And if you want to pay at the door, it's going to be $30. So, um, yeah, choose wisely. Pick a card, any card. Peace and love. My name is Jay Wonder. I represent True Music Entertainment and Promoted Entertainment. I love y'all. Keep succeeding. And thank you for having me on your platform, brother. Thank you. Thank you. And peace, peace, peace. Peace.